showtime. tonight are nothing short of a musical dream team. Their groups have sold records in the millions and they've brought smiles to millions of fans. From the Platters to the Drifters to the Temptations and Four Tops and now Voices of Classic Soul, please welcome to the Rosie and Bill Show, Joe Coleman, Joe Blunt, and Theo Peoples. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, thank you for having us. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. And I have to tell you that I wore sequins today in your honor because you're Ooh. such showmen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll have to add you to the group. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'll sing some back. on the road. Uh. <laughs> well, she's definitely good at that. I know she'd do a great job. That's for sure. Uh, mm -hmm. I didn't have any sequins, so I went with the festive flowers instead on mine. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we've got a lot of questions that, that we'd like to ask. And what we'd like to do is start with Joe and Joe. And we actually had a conversation with Joe Coleman just a few short days ago and heard some really interesting stories. And one of the ones that I wanted to ask you both about was kind of a unique and special way that, that you met when you were younger. And, and Joe Coleman, that is, I know you told us that there was a time when you were very shy. And then you were volunteered to be a part of something. And I believe that's where you may have met another Joe. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's actually one of my most favorite stories. Uh, as a kid of about seven or eight years old, uh, came home from school one day and my, my mom, uh, who called me Joey, yelled downstairs, Joey, it's time to get ready for choir rehearsal. And I said, uh, uh, Mom, I, I'm, not, I'm not in the choir. And she said, Oh, I didn't tell you, you're in the choir. <laughs> and it was, as a result of that, I met the, this, my stage mate, Joe Blunt, because his mom and my mom were the co-directors of the junior choir at Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, 2nd and Rhode Island Avenue, Northwest, Washington, D.C. 
<laughs> you know, so, uh, so I met Joe. I don't believe he recalls being in, asked to be in the choir either. And of course, that's where you know our journey began. As as you noted, I was very very shy, and I'm sure Mom put me in the choir in part to kind of break me out of that shyness. I could always feel her hand in my back, pushing me forward to do solos and things of this nature. And uh, you know, I, sometimes, as I often say, I feel that same hand in my back now, just pushing me forward. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. But that's where I met this Joe Blunt guy. Yep. Mm. So Joe Blunt, what's your recollection of of uh, meeting with Joe back then? Well, now now I'm going to give you the the real story. <laughs> no, no, actually, I'm not, I'm just kidding. Actually, that's that's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. His mom and my mom, as he said, were co-directors of what was called the Junior Choir at the uh, Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, and uh, because of the fact that we were both inducted into the choir. Uh, <laughs> We, we, we actually enjoyed it. That's when we got into it and uh, started learning a little bit about music and how to harmonize and that sort of thing. Our early training came from those days in the, in the junior choir. Totally, you know, totally. Yeah. Was it true that Joe Coleman would fall asleep during choir rehearsal? We heard a rumor. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> That's why I have a big ball spot, had a big ball spot on my head early. Cause mom, pow, slapped me on the back and he wake up, boy, what's my I don't remember that, but that may have been because I may have been asleep as well. Yeah. Well, it seems that that choir set the course really for the rest of your life and your career. Theo, now we understand that you have the distinction of being the only artist in the history of Motown to sing lead for both the Four Tops and the Temptations. That's quite an honor, congratulations. We make changes in our group, and I think you would be perfect for the group. I said, well, what group are you with? He said, well, I'm with the Temptations. <laughs> oh, are you lying? It is, it is an honor, and I'm happy to say that I've done that. Yes, and we understand as well that you were, it was baptism by fire. Can you tell us the story about the first time you took over for the Four Tops? Oh, yeah, I can. That's, um, I was leaving the Temptations and the Four Tops loved to play golf and I was just learning to play golf. So we were on the golf course and they said, they leave, or Duke said, Theo, are you leaving the Temptations? I said, yeah, I'm, well, wait six months to make sure the Temptations don't hire you back. Six months later, they called me, and it was kind of strange because the Temps and the Tops would perform together on numerous shows all over the world. And so now I'm left this group, and now I'm with this group. And so the Temptations would look at me like, okay, there's an enemy in the camp. So I joined the Four Tops, and it was just a great camaraderie of the two groups together. And it just felt a little weird for me having sang with one group and now I'm singing with their competitor, quote unquote, whatever you want to call it. But it was, it was different for me and it was, it was amazing. Did Levi Stubbs just kind of push you out to take over for him one night? That was one of the stories that we heard. Oh, that story. Yeah. <laughs> 
we were in you start to make me look bad there a little bit there, Phil. <laughs> you, you you giving them the uh, story. I'm I'm giving them the one in, in Las Vegas. That's the biggest. <laughs> That's cool. We were in Las Vegas and we were doing um a week show and on the very last night Levi was struggling a little bit um and he had a real bad cold and you know with Vegas there's the dry air and it's hard to sing there that many days consecutively. And in the middle of the show, or right at the end of the show, Levi says, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to let you know that I've been performing and singing for you, my fans all over the world for over 40 something years. And I just want to make an announcement that this will be my last show. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce to you the old peoples. I'm looking around, me? And I literally had to sing the last medley of songs on that show that very night when he announced it. It was a shock to all of us. And it was there. Yeah, I was baptized in fire, so to speak. <laughs> now, how, how intimidating must that have been? I mean, so you're saying you didn't even know that was going to happen. So is he the only one that knew he was going to do that? Yes, he was. It was not discussed. Uh, he didn't speak talk about it. Um, I just guess he had a feeling that he didn't want to, he wanted to spend the rest of his time with his family. And that being said, I had no clue that you're going to push me out there because I had replaced Lawrence Payton, the one who passed. So I'm singing backgrounds and Levi was captain of the show. So he passed the torch to me and I'm like, okay. So that's when I had my first taste of singing lead for the Four Tops. Wow. <laughs> well, at least you were singing with the group and you knew the song, so. Yeah, yeah. And somehow, somehow we, we know that you had the confidence to pull that off and pull it off quite well, obviously. Well, it wasn't easy because keep in mind, Levi Stubbs was the only lead singer of the Four Tops for over 47 years. I believe in you and me. After putting me in that position, we started traveling, and now I'm the new lead singer. Well, our first concert, I saw people getting up, walking out of the show. Mm. I'm like, okay, what's this about? And it's not, I didn't take it personally. They were just Levi Stubb fans. And it took me a minute to get past that. <laughs> I was scared, and I'd like to say that 12 years later, I became the lead singer, so. Yes, long before I met Theo Peoples, I went to a Four Tops show. And out they marched, you know, doing their thing. And uh, uh, then the spotlight, too, dropped on Theo Peoples. He was, he put, they put him right out front and featured him as if he were Levi because he was carrying it that well. It was just uh, an amazing thing to see because I, I like all everyone else was there to see uh, Levi, um, and this young man was up there killing it, killing. It. I did not know Theo at that point in time, but I said, "Uh oh, this, they they found the right guy because he was just 
he was amazing. He was amazing. Well, it seems like you all have a tremendous amount of respect for one another. Now, Joe, you sang lead for the Platters and mm -hmm. Joe Blunt, you sang lead for the Drifters. What was that like for you? Was there that same factor of, I don't know if intimidation is the right word when you first started, but even just that you had shoes to fill and that people are used to hearing a certain singer and seeing a certain face and, and it, you know, was there kind of an adjustment period? My, my, my situation almost, when I reflect back on it, was somewhat similar in that uh, the, the only difference was that they came to me and started suggesting that I start concentrating on, on, some, on some of the lead songs, right? But I, I, which I kind of, I would admit, casually did. I wasn't really thinking that anything was going to be different anytime soon. <laughs> and one day, and one day, we were getting ready to go on stage, and and uh, our our manager at the time pointed at me and said, "Okay, Joe, you got it." Oh my god! <laughs> You're making me nervous just sitting yeah. here. <laughs> Can you imagine? My brain dropped. I, my brain shut down. You know, my teeth fell out of my. I'm, I'm just. I was. <laughs> I was. I was a wreck. It all worked out. It worked out, obviously, but. Yeah, it was quite a quite an experience to to suddenly realize that you're on and you're on in a different standing in a different spot than the one that you're used to standing in. You know, you get comfortable. You know, groups you kind of get comfortable. This is my my where I line up on the microphone, and when they shift you over someplace else, it's a it's a another whole nother mindset. Yeah, definitely. And how yeah. about you, Joe Blunt? Well, I uh, when I when I first got a call from. Uh, uh, the Drifters manager about uh, joining the group. I I was totally uh, unaware, first of all, that they were still uh, performing on a regular basis because I hadn't heard a lot about them at that time. And it turns out that they had uh, developed a whole new market in Europe and were performing almost exclusively in, in England and Germany and all over the place. And um, one thing led to another. They set up a... a a little interview with me and we talked and before I knew what was what, we were on our way to Portland, Oregon to do the first show. And uh, I hadn't had a chance to really rehearse a lot with the group at all. And to make matters worse, there was a long day of travel. And when we got to Portland, I went to the hotel and crashed and was asleep. And all of a sudden there was a knock at the door and it was one of the guys in the room said, what, what's, what's going on? Why, why aren't you dressed and ready? Because we were singing and, and, and living in the same hotel. And uh, I was sound asleep. They were downstairs ready to go on stage. And I had to jump up and, and throw on an outfit and get downstairs and, oh, talk about being out of my mind, so to speak. First time off and I'm thinking, oh, I'm gonna get fired tonight. But, on my first show with the Drifters. <laughs> but it all worked out somehow. <laughs> Wait, you just didn't know you had a show? That no, night? I knew you had a show. <laughs> what I didn't know that I was gonna fall asleep when I laid across the bed, thinking I was gonna take just a little short nap you know, oh. and get up and, ah, uh, embarrassing to say the least. That's one of those nightmare dreams. Like you dream about things like that exactly. happening? Exactly, exactly. 
Yeah. It's and being a sports fan as I'm listening to these stories, I'm I'm thinking about some of the situations in the past, like Joe Montana goes down and Steve Young comes in and he's yeah. gotta somehow, you know, fill those shoes and, and just how how amazing that must feel to to step in there and do that, but also the pressure that can yeah. be on as you're going in and, and trying to do that. So kudos to all of you for for doing that. And needless to say, I think Rosie made this point just a couple of minutes ago, just just took things to to a whole different level and uh, congratulate you all for doing that. And I appreciate you sharing those stories as well. Yeah. You know, I, I, I often say, you know, luck takes a lot of preparation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be ready when that moment comes. And there you are. You have to respond. Well, since since you've proven that all three of you are really good on the spot, <laughs> like to just put I heard a setup coming. The question. <laughs> yeah. So, so Theo, I think we're going to start with you. If, if I was to ask you what your favorite line to sing in front of a crowd is, is there a particular line or chorus that, that you just love to hit? And whatever that line or chorus is, could you maybe sing it for us now? And Joe and Joe, don't worry, we're getting to you next. Mm. Oh, man, why you start with me? <laughs> <laughs> we just hadn't heard well, from figured, you in a minute or so. I, I figured you had two groups to pick from, so although uh -huh. I, maybe that can actually make it harder. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. There's so many songs to choose from. Mm -hmm. Of course, my, my girl being my favorite. Um, yeah, my girl. Well, I guess you say, what can make me feel this way? My girl. Because I have a special relationship with my wife. And Aww. she would be my girl. I like that. Yeah. Let's uh, hear it. I guess you say, what can make me feel this way? My girl, my girl, my girl, my girl, my girl. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> you have it. And that's why you guys are the pros. Yeah. yeah. And a great reason behind that line, too, Theo. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Joe Blunt, you're up. Oh. <laughs> Again? Mm -hmm. Joe B. <laughs> uh -huh. I, I tell you what, uh, one of my favorite songs with the Drifters was uh, a song that talked about uh, being down on the beach. And I, what, I think what I'll do is I'll get these two guys to help me out on this. And that way you'll, you'll hear a whole piece of oh. Drifters uh, magic, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Oh, when the sun beats down and burns the tar up on the roof and your shoes get so hot you wish your tired feet were fireproof under the boardwalk down by the sea yes on a blanket with my baby is where I'll be under the boardwalk, out of the sun, under the boardwalk, we'll be having some fun, under the boardwalk, people walking above, under the boardwalk, 
We'll be falling in love to the boardwalk. Boardwalk. That was awesome. It froze up there for me. It froze That's really okay. Good. I know it's hard to do with the delays, but you guys really pulled it off. Thank you so much. Yeah. And Joe Coleman, anything solo for you? Well, you know, both of my both of my parents were in the ministry. And this this song is not a, a religious song per, per se, but it always puts me in that mind when I sing it. My prayer is to linger with you at the end of the day in a dream that's divine. That's all. My wow. Prayer. Thank you. <laughs> what can fans expect? when they come to hear the voices of classic soul, whoever would like to take that? Well, hopefully they'll hear some good classic soul music <laughs> from yes. back in the day. And I said we do some current things as well, just to mix it up a little bit. And hopefully the, the songs, the combination of the three groups uh, will bring back memories to a lot of people. Yes, we do that old choreography with where the, the gear, you know, the, the sometimes matching gear and stuff like that, just to give you that whole, that whole, uh, like with Motown review kind of feeling. But even though, you know, Theo has the Motown groups and, and Joe was from the Atlantic era and, and the, you know, the platters with Mercury, but that, the, that whole feeling that you had back in the day we bring you that feeling and, and drop the music on you and try to be very true to the music so that you get that feeling of, of uh, reminisce, you know, get to reminisce on, on those moments, that first kiss and the prom and, you know, wedding song, all those kinds of things are kind of all built in there so that such that you get a whole experience. Yeah, we got a huge library of music. Yeah. To say the least, so. You're in store for a treat. No doubt. And, and I'll tell you, gentlemen, I, I can't wait for things to open back up. And I'm going to be checking back because if you come anywhere near the Philadelphia area, Rosie and I are going to be there. And we'd also like to have you back on the show. Like I said, once things opened up and you get out there and you're performing and doing some things. But we just want to thank you so much for joining us today. It was absolutely an incredible pleasure to have the three of you, like I said in the very beginning, a musical dream team. So mm -hmm. thank you all so much again for joining us. And to the folks watching, as always, make a difference for someone every day. And make every day a great day. And we will see you next week and we're going to leave you with a performance from the Voices of Classic Soul. Enjoy. Baby. Ask me how I knew my true love was true. Oh, oh, I help was replied. Something here inside cannot be denied.
Ah.